Welcome to Raw, Rebelliously Authentic Worship, where we throw religion out the window, and today we're going to talk about joy. Hey, Jess. Hey, Marky. So today we are going to talk about joy. I love joy. I think I knew that. (laughs) I don't know how you knew that. I mean, it might be because the mugs that you brought up, guys, we have to pour our water into mugs yes, so that we don't make too much noise while we're recording. And she just so happened to bring up two joy mugs today. Okay. Not just one, but two. two. We'll make sure we take a picture to show you guys later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and how many rooms is joy in, in your house? Every single room. And even in my office, I have a little um, wooden joy at my desk. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So well, it might be her favorite word. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking back to the tragedy since, uh, since the story just posted Sunday. Yeah. I was thinking back to the tragedy and, and those first few moments of, of joy post tragedy. Mm. Um, and the one that first sticks out in my head is definitely that worship session two days after. Yeah. Um, and the second one is finding Casper's blank. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's important to let these guys know that the house, my house, mm-hmm. Carlos's house, was completely destroyed, mm-hmm. right? Living room, kitchen, kitchen, dining room, like you almost couldn't find an object. Most objects were like, you couldn't even tell what they were, Yeah. right? Um, and so from the outside of the house, we weren't sure what we would be able to find. Yeah. I remember you making lists of what you wanted to find. And um, I had talked to the insurance agent guy and he, I was like, do we need trucks? Do we need boxes? Do I need bags? Like, what do I need um, when we go to the house? And he was like, I I need you to to really listen to me. There's nothing. (laughs) It's crazy to me what nothing can be to one person. Yeah. And to a different person, because nothing in this, for this purpose, Mm -hmm. um, was coming from somebody who looks at things as far as money. Yeah, monetary value. Yeah, my brain couldn't, I I just heard him say that. And I saw y'all making lists and I would just sit on the couch and cry. You were like in the dining room making lists and so excited and praying for it to find all these things. And I'm just crying because I really thought. Well, see, here's the deal. We lost, we lost our whole family, right? And so all we wanted was memories. We weren't looking for anything of monetary value. And so I think that that makes a difference. Um, And I remember that, that leading up to us being able to go into the house, like they had to finish all their investigations and everything like that. Um, And it's February. So sometimes the ground is frozen and then it's thawed and then it's frozen and then it's thawed. Right. So every single day, and I think they were calling for rain, like the day after we finally got there. Yeah. So like there's holes in the roof, the sump pump's not running. So the longer it takes us to get there, the worse things would be. Yeah. And there would really be nothing. Right. That's what, you know, is we wanted to get in that house. I remember that. And so you were expecting to find absolutely nothing. Yeah. And Carlos and I are like, we're going to find. You had your list. We had our list. (laughs) And so I remember walking in the front door Mm -hmm. and yes, it absolutely looked awful. Mm -hmm. Um, But we walked right back to the boy's bedroom Mm -hmm. and we had all three boys in the triple bunk bed in the boy's bedroom. And the very first thing I saw was Mm -hmm. Casper's blank. (laughs) 
I remember. Um, and I grabbed it and I picked it up and I fell to my knees. Yeah. I was on my knees in a puddle of ash, crying hysterically. Yeah. Um, there's soot all over my face. There's soot all over everywhere. So I'm shades of black and white and gray. <laughs> gray. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't matter. No. Because I was holding blank. Yeah. Um, that was a moment of, of joy. Yeah. Um, and see, blank was so important to us because... Of all four of our kids, Casper was the only one who ever connected himself to an object, hmm. right? Yeah. And it wasn't blanky and it wasn't blanket. <laughs> it was blank. blank. This white wool blanket that um, somebody from church had bought from somebody who made it that had the shape of an angel oh in it. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so there was something about finding that that we just, we needed to find that as much as Casper always needed to find it for his naps. Yeah. We needed that. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's important to note that those tears, hmm. they were absolutely happy tears. Yeah. But they were also absolutely sad tears. Yeah. And I think that that is very important because joy, it's its not a feeling. It's not a feeling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is joy? Joy Jess? is a choice. Joy is a choice. Yeah. And we're going to get into this in a little bit, but joy is a choice to trust God. God. Joy is a choice to recognize God first. Right. To we're, see him. Yes. To see him. And see him through his eyes. Right. Yeah. So in our minds, finding this blanket was Jesus's miracle for us right yeah. in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It was so, so beautiful. Yeah. And I know that there were other things that, that you found a well, as well. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like just blank. The joy just kept the joy and the sorrow and the hard and the sad, um, the whole entire time during the few weeks that you, the three weeks that you stayed, I mean, they just intertwine. I'm locking my fingers right now when I talk because, um, everything is so close. Right. Yeah. What she's saying is joy is close to sadness. Yeah. It happens at the same time. Yeah. Joy is close. The to, exact same time. Yes. Even to fear, to anger, to all of the emotions, joy yeah. can exist at the same time yeah. because joy is not a feeling. Right. Um, and that's super important. And we're going to get into a ton of that. But it was so clear on that day how much the choice for joy was affecting us yeah. um, was interesting to me. And I don't even know if I've ever shared this with you, but when we walked into the house, all the things that we found, like we found a ton of stuff, mm -hmm. a ton of memories that we put into garbage bags because that was our options. Yeah. And then we took it back and we cleaned it up to the best of our ability. Right. Um, and all we saw were the things that we found. So the house actually in mine and Carlos's eyes didn't look that bad. Hmm. It didn't look bad. It's crazy because the next couple times I went, I remember looking at it and thinking, this is a lot worse than I remember. Hmm. And it's not because of, you know, I mean, maybe we didn't choose joy as well that day. Maybe yeah. we were focused on something different. And, and honestly, who could blame us? Well, maybe the blinders were on too in the beginning because right. you really had your list. Right. And you really wanted to find those things. Yeah. And so it's not that you didn't choose to look at those things at the reality um, of how bad it really was, but you didn't see, right? you know, and, and maybe God protected you a little bit in that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but we should probably define joy. Yeah. Now that we've said it's not an emotion. Right. Um, it's not a feeling. Right. But it is a choice, right? Right. Um, and 
let's talk about joy and biblical happiness for a little bit because I was corrected recently. I listened to a podcast by yeah. somebody who's a little smarter than me. Listen, guys, I did not go to seminary. I'm just saying. <laughs> me either. <laughs> <laughs> but what I know is what I've experienced. And so what that podcast said, because I've always said joy and happiness are different. Right. That's what I've always said. Yeah. Um, and so I was corrected recently because apparently joy and happiness are very interchangeable throughout the Bible. Hmm. Um, but here's the thing. There is a very big difference between biblical happiness hmm. and the world's version Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Those are still two very different things. And so that's where I got joy and happiness are different. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. And so I don't care if we call it joy and happiness or biblical happiness and the worldly <laughs> happiness. I feel like joy Somatics and happiness. Like right. Yeah. I feel like it's just easier to be like joy and happiness, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should I read the definition yes, of joy please. real quick? Go. Okay. So it says, Good pleasure and happiness that is dependent on who Jesus is rather than on who we are hmm. or what is happening around us. Joy comes from the Holy Spirit abiding in God's presence and from hope on his word. I love it. Love it. Yeah. So look at him. Yes. That's what I, I say when somebody, even when somebody has something um, good happen, it's so easy to be happy in that moment. But I always text, you, you probably have seen it. I text, look at God. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean look at what he did. I do. But I also mean now it's your time to take a look at him because in that moment, there really should be joy and that really should be Biblical. <laughs> biblical joy, right? right? Biblical happiness. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Biblical happiness. So what do you think of when you think of the world's definition of happiness? I think it's circumstance. So it, it it's dependent upon um, maybe wealth or health or all of the above. Yeah. It's dependent upon what's happening in the room you're sitting in. Right. Or somebody else. Yeah. It's not dependent upon you. Yes. Yeah. So it is... The environment from outside right. affecting how you're feeling. Influencing, yeah. Inside, right? Right, yeah. Whereas the joy of the Lord... Yeah, it's... it's Is the opposite. Opposite. Oppiness. <laughs> it's the oppiness, just so you all know. Happiness. <laughs> it's the opposite. Was yeah. the word I was shooting yeah, for? It's, it's the, the opposite. Yeah. So it's, it's choosing God and looking at who Jesus is so mm -hmm. much so that that joy wells up inside of you and spills out of you. So yeah. it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and see through his eyes. Yeah. See through his eyes what the, and when I say that, I some of these things we can, can be so churchy. So I want to like, and to look through God's eyes and see people and see the situation through what, how he's seeing it. And, and I just had a situation recently where I was able to take something um, negative mm -hmm. and I was able to go, oh, but look, God, you protected me. Yeah. Oh God, but look, thank you. Yeah. And it became a worship joy moment and it was a negative situation, but I was able to go, Oh, thanks. Thank yeah. you, God. And like my attitude, everything shifted and I was able to um, have joy in that moment when it didn't start out as joy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think the other word that I've written down here yeah. for worldly happiness is fleeting. Okay. Um, that so, makes sense. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, what that means is it's here for a minute, and, mim 
I can't talk at all today. <laughs> <laughs> it's here for a minute and then it's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's not consistent. It's not um, ever present. It's, right. It's because it's not a choice. It's a response. Yeah. yeah. And it's circumstantial yeah. and our circumstances are always changing. Always. So of course it's going to change. Yeah. Fluctuate. Yeah. Right. So we can be worldly happy and have joy at the same time. Okay. But we can be sad and have joy at the same time. Yeah. Absolutely. It's true. So the next thing that I uh, that I wanted to reference here is the song Joy by For King Country. Yeah. Um, I love them, by the way. Yes, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I saw them in concert once. Oh, I love them. They're my favorite. <laughs> um, so there's a part of the song that it says, I choose joy. Mm-hmm. And it says, let it move you. Let it move you. And I've always had the kids, when we did kids worship, they double point to themselves and say, I choose joy. Yeah. Let it move you. Let it move you. Um, And I think that's really, really cool. So for a long time, that was the picture in my head of joy. Hmm. I can choose to be happy. Mm. You see? I do. Um, And so pretty much up until February, that that was how I viewed joy. Yeah. Like you're saying, a perspective change mm-hmm. is joy, mm-hmm. but that's not always the case either. No. And so in February, it went from, and by the way, I am totally not saying that we can't choose joy because obviously joy is a choice. Right. But I'm saying that we can choose to be joyful even when we're sad. Yeah. And that doesn't change that sadness. No. No. It doesn't take it away. It doesn't negate it. And and I, I think I always thought it negated it, if that yes. makes sense. And that's I, what I'm saying, too. I thought it canceled. They canceled each other out. Right. I thought um, you can't have both. Of, I never, until February, um, me personally, I didn't know how how close they were and how they, they could coexist. I just had no clue. Right. I think we both thought the same thing. It sounds like what we're both yeah. saying is that we thought that we could look at a glass that is at the halfway mark yeah. and just say, it's half full. Yeah. And that's joy. Yeah. Right? But it. But that, <laughs> I mean, that is. Yes. That is clearly joy. <laughs> yeah. But it's also more than that. It's yeah. deeper than that. It's bigger than that. Yeah. Here's another song that I actually think this is more applicable and more represents joy to me. And again, I'm not saying that other song is wrong. Yeah. Um, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm. Right. Rend Collective sings that one. Right. Yeah. And some of the lyrics, this is awesome. Some of the lyrics, though my or though tears may fall, my song will rise. Hmm. My song will rise to you. Hmm. Though my heart may fail, my song will rise. My song will rise to you. While there's breath in my lungs, I will praise you, Lord. Hmm. It doesn't sound like they're going through some awesome stuff, does it? No, no. (laughs) <laughs> I love that it said strength too, because that is so relatable. Um, that's so relatable to have the joy of the Lord really be my strength. Right. So it's saying I can be crying yeah, and I can raise my song to focus on who? On him. Yeah. Right. That's joy. Yeah. Let me be sad and focus on him. Let me be angry and focus on him. Let me be happy and yeah. focus on him. Yeah. Let me be afraid and focus on him. Yeah. Because he's good. Yes. He's good. And yes. if you can, if you know who he is, you know who you are. And um, we'll go into that probably on another podcast. But if you know who he is, you know who you are. But knowing who he is, is where the joy comes from. If you know he's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. If, if you know he's provided, if you know he is the provider, you know yeah. who he is, uh, you can see the good and then there's joy. Yeah. I remember um, soon after I'd moved out of your house yeah. and into my temporary situation, um, Carlos is a techie guy. So there's <laughs> yes, yes. like an Alexa slash Echo slash I don't even remember what their names are because he just decides to change them and it's whatever <laughs> and it doesn't work for me anyway because it recognizes his voice. Sorry, I'm not bitter, really. <laughs> um, anyway, so I remember a day soon after we had moved into that temporary situation. Yeah. And I kept telling Alexa to play the joy of the Lord everywhere. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, I could sing it. Mm. Mm. You know? Yeah. All of a sudden, I could say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. And everybody, all the time, is like, you're so strong. Yeah. How do you do it? You hear it all the time. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. I'm choosing, we're choosing mm -hmm. to focus on Him. Yeah. To look at Him. Yep. All right. Over. So you, I'm going to let you explain the acronym JOY. Jesus, others, you. I'm sure you've heard it if you've been in the church setting, um, but it's Jesus, others, you. And recently, well, it was probably 2020, I saw someone, um, she's a, a motivational, I won't say the name, speaker, and she posted and she said, um, it's you. And then other, no, she said, it's you. Yeah. Um, and then others and then Jesus. And I'm like, no, honey, the order matters. Like it matters. Um, putting God first and in, in your thought process and your life in every situation, looking at him and going, okay, I see you. And then others, um, we have this thing the McCormick's it's how kind of we roll is um people matter more than things right people matter more than things uh, you break something it's okay people matter more than things and um yeah I have to like cut you off for just a second yeah. there and say that when we first started spending time together yeah and I brought my four oh, kids over to your house and I'm like guys like <laughs> stop touching the Christmas balls stop like every time I turned around I was like glass they are glass yeah. like your house was not kid proof at all no I, it's been a while since I've had littles and I have teenagers and um so I haven't had to kid and I have glass Right. I have glass everywhere and I have breakables everywhere. But like, what did I tell you? Like, we care about people. Right. And that's why I interrupted you with that. Yeah. You were like, we care about people, not things. And meanwhile, I'm like, gosh, this is not my house. Like, I don't even care right now because <laughs> I will feel responsible. <laughs> but we really do. Because think about it, guys. You don't get to take things with you, but people and have like you literally get to take people with you. Yeah. And you think about it in that sense. Yeah. Um, so Jesus, others, you, um, you are last. That doesn't mean there is not self-care. That doesn't mean um, that there aren't times where you go pause. You know, that doesn't mean that there aren't boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. That still will be a podcast. I was going to say totally that's get there. on the list. Um, but the order does matter. But that's yeah. why I love joy. And that's why it's everywhere. It helps re um, recalculate my perspective. I can see it and I'll go, Jesus, others, you, not you, just like you're not number one. Get off. the. <laughs> you know, you're not queen. Like move down and put the order back where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've also told me recently when we we're talking about this, yeah. joy is a muscle. Explain what you mean by that. It's, it's practice. It's like, um, 
anything working out or going to the gym. Um, Catherine was a gymnast, you know, mm -hmm. and so her muscles on doing a cartwheel, um, she, if she did it I'm over sorry, say that again. a cartwheel, what, what is it? Texas <laughs> accent cartwheel. And that's what I said. <laughs> Keep no? going. Okay. Keep going. So her muscles like in you know, her memory doing a cartwheel, she probably do it over and over and mm -hmm. over and over to build up that muscle memory. And once you build up that um, memory and you go, Oh, Jesus, others, you, it's easier. Once you get that order, once you get the things famous in order. saying, right? It's like riding a, <laughs> riding a bike. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. and, and it makes it easier to make your choices and your decisions and to, to choose joy. Yeah. I mean, to that point, I recently started teaching my niece how to play clarinet. Yeah. Right. And I played clarinet from fourth grade all the way past the time I graduated. Um, no, I didn't play it a whole lot as an adult for kids, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> you were a little busy. <laughs> I was a little busy, but I picked it up and it was, I mean, other than my mouth needed some work as far as like, shape. like yeah, it needed yeah. to get back in shape. I still remembered a lot of it. I can play half of the marching band songs that I had memorized. <laughs> I love it. And I say that because it was a muscle memory. Yeah. Like that's what it did. And it's interesting because what happened is recently my niece was, my niece was you know, had a cold or something. So she wasn't able to, to practice for several days in a row. Well, she didn't have the same thing happen because it's not a muscle memory yet. Oh, wow. It's not, it's not there right. yet. Yeah. Right. Right. And so time. it's a big difference because she's only been playing for what, like a month, two months tops. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not a muscle memory. Yeah. It's memory that is working to become a muscle memory. So again, the more we practice at anything, yeah. my band director would say, practice is not perfect. Practice <laughs> is permanent. Yeah. That's what he would say. That's good. So we have to practice perfectly yeah. if we want it to make perfect. Yeah. And how you practice is how you will be. Right. Yeah. And how you, you act with your family at home is how you're going to act with other people around. It should be right. <laughs> like your family should be priority, right. but it, it should be how you act ar around others. And if you're choosing joy at home, you're going to be starting to choose joy at work. And yeah. at the grocery store, you're going to see people, um, through his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you ready to get in the Bible a little bit? Let's go. Okay. So we're going to talk about Ruth choosing joy. Yeah. Our text oh, today. Ruth. Yeah. Ruth is awesome. Our text today is Ruth chapter one verses eight through 16 in the good news translation. She said to them, go back home and stay with your mothers. May the Lord be as good to you as you have been to me and to those who have died. Um, so a little Bible background real quick. There was a famine in the land where Ruth was living, okay? And so she had to take her, well, technically her husband took her yeah. and their two sons to Moab. Yeah. And so while they're there, her two sons end up marrying two women. Um, and then after they marry, her husband dies mm. and then both of her sons die. Mm. And I think it's important to acknowledge that in, in biblical times, like if you didn't have a man to take care of you. Yeah. You were on your own. Like there, there was nothing for you to do. Like no. you couldn't get a job. No. You couldn't go out and find food, whatever. No. And so they were in a rough spot. Yeah. And so what Ruth is telling her two daughters-in-law to do is she's saying, listen, go home to your moms because hopefully then another man will marry you. Right. And you'll have somebody to take care of you. All right, so we'll pick up there. Um, verse nine, and may the Lord make it possible for each of you to marry again and have a home. So Naomi kissed them goodbye, but they started crying and said to her, no, we will go with you to your people. You must go back, my daughters, Naomi answered. 
Why do you want to come with me? Do you think I could have sons again for you to marry? Go back home, for I am too old to get married again. Even if I thought there was still hope, and so got married tonight and had sons, would you wait until they were grown up? Would this keep you from marrying someone else? No, my daughters, you know that's impossible. The Lord has turned against me, and I feel very sorry for you. <laughs> Just side note here. Was Naomi choosing joy? No. Okay, just checking. Um, <laughs> again, they started crying. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye and went back home. But Ruth held on to her. So Naomi said to her, Ruth, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her God. Go back home with her. But Ruth answered, don't ask me to leave you. Let me go with you. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Hmm. powerful huh yeah and i think it's perfect to put in there how she chose joy you just said jesus first right yeah the very first thing ruth said is your god hmm. will be my god yeah and this is crazy to think about because i did a little bit of research and i'm hoping i wrote it down here um but the moabite gods they celebrated let's see if i can find it here somewhere hopefully i wrote it down um, the Moabite gods was not God, was not the, the, our God, right? Right. Shane will find it. You know what? I, I totally looked it up and I forgot about it. Okay. Shane will tell us. Yeah. He'll tell us. <laughs> um, who the Moabite gods were. There was, um, there was definitely one that was like the chief and like they're the one that they focused on and then multiple other gods. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, look, it's right here. Look at that. Look, you wrote it down. I did. Woohoo. So it says right here. Oh, I see it. Um, it is very likely that Orpah and Ruth's families worshipped idols as Chemosh. Actually, I think it's pronounced Chemosh. And the Moabite, which was the Moabite chief deity. Hmm. Okay. And so it was only because they married Naomi's sons that they began to worship the one true God. Hmm. And so now here's Ruth saying, listen, no. Yeah. I'm not going to put something else first. I'm not going to put my comfort first because now she has to go on a trip back to, back to Naomi's hometown. It's not going to be an easy, easy trip. Right. She has no guarantee of, of getting another husband because now she'll be a foreigner. Yeah. So the chances of her marrying are not very good. No. So she's saying, let me put my comfort and my future, not even first, mm -hmm. not even second, third, again, yeah. That's exactly what you yeah. said. Jesus, others, you, right? That's what she did. That is exactly what she did. Yeah. Um, and then she chose to take care of Naomi because she knew yeah, Naomi has no, no chance, yeah. right? How's Naomi going to get married? Yeah. And this is the really cool thing. Do you happen to remember who, um, who, uh, oh dear, who Ruth and Boaz's uh, son was? No. No? Okay. It's I'm fine. bad at names. It's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> um, this is the really cool part in my opinion, because um, they might not know the story either. So Ruth and Naomi go back and Naomi finds somebody that she's distant, re distantly related to. And she tells Naomi, oh, go and glean from their field. They'll take care of us. Right. And his name was Boaz, right? Right. And Boaz takes care of them, leaves them lots of food for them to find. And then Naomi says, go and sleep at Boaz's feet. Right. And Naomi does that. And that was pretty much, I'm sorry, Ruth does that. Right. <laughs> and that was pretty much like her asking Boaz to marry her. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Right. Right? Right. That's not what we did at that time. That's no. not even what we do now. Nope. 
nope, nope. <laughs> the guy still asks, guys, right? Um, but what's really cool is Ruth and Boaz have a son, and his name is Obed. And Obed is Jesse's father. And Jesse's son is King David. Yeah. How yeah. cool is that? So because Ruth was obedient to God, she became yeah. she became David's grandmother. Yeah. And her love for for Naomi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, her love for others, her yeah. love for God and her love for others. Yes. And and her discomfort and and sitting in a hard situation, her choice. She chose hard. Yes, she chose hard. Yeah. Which would not normally be the choice that we'd think would bring us worldly happiness, right? right? Yeah. And it didn't, but it brought joy. Yeah. And then even cooler still, in the family line of King David, who comes in at the who comes in? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus yeah. is part of a Moabite's family line because of the obedience mm -hmm. of Ruth. Yeah. How cool is that? That is really cool. I'd like to end. Can you think of a time when you've intentionally chose joy? As I'm putting you on the spot right at the you end. You are putting me on the spot like, <laughs> right at the very end. Intentionally chose joy. I, I think, I mean, the most recent I told you, and I just was facing something difficult and, um, I turned it around and I was able, it was just um, bothering me for so many days. You know how you walk through something hard yeah. and um, you can't see a way out? Yeah. Have you ever, I don't know if you've ever been in yeah. that spot where you can't see a left or right or forward. Um, and I really, I chose joy and I chose to turn it around and be thankful. That is so cool. Yeah. All right. We are going to turn it over to the guys, guys. <laughs> see you in a bit. Okay, I'd, I'd like to start off by saying we are men, not boys. That's right. Hun. We are the, Get it straight. We are the men, and and we don't appreciate being called boys. Or guys. Or guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was guys, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Okay, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I'm Shane, and Carlos is here with me, and yes. we're going to rock this out, man. Um, so... You know, they're, they're talking about joy today and, um, and you were telling me actually a little bit about the, the house and how that whole thing went down and your mm -hmm. expectations with it. Tell, tell me what, tell us yeah. what you were saying. So when, when we first went to the house, um, or at least when I first went with Marky, um, I literally was expecting to see nothing. Um, I, from what the fireman said, uh, to what people were telling us was, you're not going to find anything. There's nothing. It's not even worth going up there. Um, so when we pulled up, you know, the first thing I saw were walls. So I'm going, what are they talking about? There's nothing. I see the shell of the house. Yes, I see windows busted. I can't see in or anything, but the house is standing. Um, as soon as we get out of the car, you know, the only thing you smell, obviously, is the smoke. And, and then as you get closer, you see all the damage and soot and everything. But um, we actually went in through the front door, which we never used. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as soon as we walked in, you know, we looked to the right, the living room completely gone. You couldn't even tell it was a living room. You like couldn't the tell couch anything. had melted completely. completely. It um, just was gone. Yeah. And um, the first thing and I know... Frozen. Yeah, both actually. <laughs> Gone and frozen. But the first thing that I noticed um, was a box uh, that was underneath um, the computer desk that we had. Yeah, that I remember seeing there. that. Yeah. And I said, hey, hon, what is this? And she goes, oh, that's all Christian's um, schoolwork. And I'm like, well, it didn't burn. 
yeah. you know and uh now granted we couldn't get anything out of it because it was it frozen, frozen to the floor <laughs> right but the fact that it was there yeah you know for me was oh if that's there we're gonna find stuff now granted the living room the dining room and the kitchen completely gone it's interesting to me though they said that they said that nothing was there but we still went prepared to yes, find things exactly like we brought a whole package bags. of trash bags yeah yep. we brought gloves yep. to dig through stuff yes like we 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 even though they said there was nothing we were like we're gonna find something, something yeah we're gonna find it yeah we're, it's gonna be there and we're gonna find it in jesus name absolutely. and i remember the, that conversation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah because uh you know like marky said um you know, value is different. You know, um, I can understand like uh, just at the, cl- the claim person telling them, oh, you're not going to find like money wise. Yeah. Financially, there was yeah. nothing. Of and, there, and honestly, there wasn't, yeah. you know, t- the expensive TV we had. Well, it's not really expensive because it's like 10 year old TV, but the TV gone, you know, the air conditioning unit gone, the couch gone, everything like that. But the right side of the house was completely gone except for the garage um in fact the dining room had the fire burned right through the floor yeah the dining room had no floor yeah um so we didn't go that way because we knew the likelihood of finding anything would have been very slim so we go left and as we start going left we see the bathroom Mm -hmm. um wasn't touched I, i opened the door and there's toilet paper and i'm going what that doesn't make any sense right you know how is toilet paper still here um and then we get to the boys room yeah and the the fire itself the flames never reached any of the rooms that the kids were in yeah i i when we when we did the search in Catherine's room i was amazed at some of the stuff that wasn't even damaged because it happened to be sandwiched like papers and stuff yes the the their artwork that had been stuck between like furniture and didn't even get damaged right like uh, and, and so those are those were treasures they were they were i mean and the fact that uh you know there were toys yeah. that, that didn't melt that were perfectly fine yeah. i mean everything that was up high obviously melted because of the heat um but like we like marky said we found blank i found elmo that was my thing with with casper yeah i hated that doll because <laughs> every time i put him to sleep i would like touch it and it would just go off and i'm like ah but, but now you love it i love it now yeah <laughs> and um but you know it was elmo for me and then their blankets yeah um, it's like uh, all this to say that, look joy is is a treasure you find in the little things sometimes because in the midst of all the disaster yeah um joy is is what you were able to find in those moments and it wasn't it wasn't pleasant necessarily, Correct. Correct. but you were able to take joy in those moments. And I love, I love um, a segue into my verse that I wanted to talk okay. about. Um, James chapter one and verse two mm-hmm. says, take joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kind. Yeah. Um, and so I love the statement, take joy. Mm-hmm. It's not like, Hey, be joyful. It's not like, um, Hey, you're going to be happy when you face trials. It's take joy joy as in take hold of latch on to grab it own it it's mm-hmm. yours for the taking right. um when you face trials of many kind and obviously this was a huge trial mm-hmm. that that you guys faced and you know we we were all on that journey together but at mm-hmm. the same time taking joy in that was definitely a matter of that choice Correct. right we had a choice whether or not to latch on to joy in that moment mm-hmm. or to crumble under the pressure right and so that's, I, I think that's so important to say. It definitely is. And to kind of segue a little bit here, um, you know, Mark, you mentioned the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. 
Yeah, when she was talking about opiates. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's right. Oppiness. No, oh, oppiness. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Oppiness. Yeah, so, oppiness. <laughs> really like, what is oppiness? Yeah. Um, Apparently, that's what she had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But um. Oh, now you made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Oh, so the the joy. Uh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So right. when everything happened, when I found out the news, when the cops came and told me everything, you know, I completely lost it. I was crying hysterically. Um, I was, I, I didn't, you know, everything's going through your head. And the, the one thing I remember clearly is I was about to blame God because I looked up and I pointed my finger up to this guy and I was about to say, how could you take the kids away from me? Yeah. And before I could even say a word, the thought in my head came or it must have been the holy spirit or, or maybe god himself i don't know i didn't physically hear a voice but the thought in my head came what makes you think those are your children yeah you know and as soon as that thought hit me the only thing that i said afterwards was thank you god for accepting them into your kingdom right thank you and then i started crying even more right but that's because now i knew they were up there yeah him you know and that's another level of joy right there exactly yeah and but it <laughs> could have been so easy for me to just oh why did you do that how dare you how could you um but it's yeah. all perspective it really is yeah and that's what that's what we like we had mentioned uh, both of us had the same thought when <laughs> when the ladies were talking about um joy and and uh making it a choice right um is is it's all about perspective how you look at your situation will determine whether or not you can take joy in it mm -hmm. or you're you know sad or beat up or whatever it is um it's all about the perspective how do, how do you look at it and if you look at it through god's eyes you're gonna find joy correct like yeah. like perspective like that can do so much for how you deal with life right if you have the right perspective and there's a, a interesting interesting story um uh, tommy tinney told us at a conference uh he was talking about a little boy and uh, his his son actually oh, okay. and a flight uh that he took <clears throat> he they got on a plane and he sat by the window the sun and he was looking at the window. he's a little kid like six four five six <clears throat> and he he looked out the window and as they got higher he looked out the window and he said look at all the little people okay and look at all the little cars daddy daddy look at all the little cars and his perspective had been adjusted the higher you get the smaller right. objects are right um and that was part of the story and then he moved on to another part where he was standing in an elevator and you know going up multiple floors mm -hmm. and every time it stops at a, a level people get on the elevator and fill and fill and fill until it gets tighter and tighter right and then the room is so crowded and and, and filled with people that the little boy's hugged up against his dad's leg mm -hmm. and he starts to be gets become scared because there's just all these people towering over him giants right. to him and he looks up at his daddy and he says daddy pick me up and he stretches his arms out and his dad lifts him up. And in that moment, his perspective perspective Change. shifted. Right. And no longer were they giants. They were other people at his eye level. Yep. So he could he his perspective changed in such a way that opened his eyes to see, see things the way his father saw things. And that's what we are supposed to do when we face a, tr a tough situation like that. We throw our hands in the air and we say, God, yes. pick me up. And our perspective shifts to his perspective. And then joy becomes the outcome of that yes i like that that's really good isn't that cool <laughs> that's very cool uh you had something else you wanted to talk oh oh tell tell us about the oh uh so the acronym joy jesus others you yeah um 
as the girls were explaining that, um, now me and Marky, obviously we, we went to counseling before, you know, everything and we're still going to counseling now. Um, we started off with marriage counseling at first. And, uh, the one thing I remember, we just took a, an online course, uh, through the same organization. And one of the things that it said was, you know, you want to talk about, uh, what is it? Uh, the order matters. Right. Um, they, uh, one of the lessons was that in a marriage, you put him first, mm -hmm. then us, mm -hmm. the couple, and then me. Yeah. So, but the thing that they say is he, we, me. Yeah. You know, and it has to be that order because if you change anything out of there, it, gets it won't work. Up, right. You know, marriage won't work. Yeah. So I just that hit me when when Jess was talking about the order matters with Jesus, others do because I'm yeah. thinking it's always about him first. Yeah. If Always you put him first, things are so much simpler. Absolutely. Uh, one last thing I want to mention. Um, they, they had talked about muscle memory mm -hmm. um, and the importance of muscle memory when when you're trying to do something without thought, I guess, is kind right. of what they were like instinctively having joy. Um, I, I, I thought about the concept of, of letting joy be your reflex. Okay. Um, we talk about uh, if you go to the doctor, or whatever they test your reflexes. They hit you, they hit you on a certain point yeah. on a muscle, and it causes the muscle to react a certain way. Um, and sometimes when we're hit, when we're when we're hit in a certain way, our reaction is not joy; it's to lash out right. or frustration or anger or sadness or depression. Right. Um, it could be a lot of things, but when you practice. Like what Marky was saying, practice making permanent, right. not perfect, because right. you're never going to be perfect in your reactions. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Right. Um, but but when you let joy be your your practice reaction, then it becomes a reflex. Right. And then when you're hit, joy. Right. When you're knocked down, joy. joy. Yeah. When you face a trial, joy. Frustrated, joy. And joy becomes the natural state of living. I, I, I love that concept and that mindset. Mm -hmm. um, of course, nobody's perfect at it. Guys, if you're listening today, yeah. we have not got it all together. Absolutely We're not. still working on this <laughs> stuff too. This yeah. is just things that we think yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, so we're gonna pass this back to the ladies mm -hmm. and let joy be your reflex. Absolutely. Okay, listen. <laughs> if I'm not allowed to call them guys, right? They can't call us ladies. ladies. Why is that? I, mean, I don't care. To be clear, I don't care if no. they call us ladies. But how is that any different? It, I don't know. Hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is they won't hear the solo post until great. like it goes live. That's great. <laughs> That's the it's best. Okay. Anyway, we love them. We really, really do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I like that. Um, Shane talked about the, um, when he talked about the muscle and it, it being a reflex, yeah. I, I like how he brought that up. And I thought that was cool. Cause it's just an automatic, um, I can't snap. That was me trying to snap. Do y'all hear that? Um, thanks. Thanks for snapping for me, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just an automatic, um, reflex reaction. yeah like a reaction yeah. to to whatever you're facing in your life i liked i like that he said that absolutely reflex. yeah 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 all right i think that's it yeah all right so definitely um like share subscribe yes um and then join us next week when we kick religion out the window or kick the re kick religion out the door okay <laughs> and talk about fear mm. on raw